Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Putback Show. My name is Owen, and today I'm going to be grading each NBA team's 2023 draft. I'm going to be going off the rookies that they've acquired on their team, either through trades or picks that they've made during the draft. So I'm going to be putting each team through a, a tier chart, S, A, B, C, D, and F, S being the best, F being the worst. And I'm going to be um uh looking at the rookies that they got to see if they'll be a help to their team or not, seeing if they're going to be a role player, seeing just like how big of an impact they're going to make to make this team either better or worse. And that's how I'm going to be grading them. I'm going to be breaking this up into three different podcasts because it might get too long and boring to listen to. So make sure to check out each one. And uh, go follow me on Twitter at The Putback Show. So let's get into it. Starting off with the teams that got no picks is the Knicks and Sixers. Sixers. So I'm not going to be talking about them because there's nothing really to talk about because they got no rookies. Um, now moving on to the F tier, I had one team, which was the Bulls. They drafted the center, Julian Phillips. Now, the Bulls, they didn't need a center because they already have Nikola Vucevic and Andre Drummond. These uh, are two very solid centers who play a lot of minutes um, have a big impact. Drummond's obviously getting a little old, but Vucevic is still solid. He's playing his best right now. Uh, what they should have drafted is guards. Lonzo's out for the season. Now, Pat Bev and uh, Alex Caruso are the one and two guards mainly. Ayo Dussum can play a little bit of guard, but he's normally playing uh, forward or shooting guard. So he's not really their like, best player priority to go to for a guard so they don't really need it out there so I would say they should have drafted more guards instead they they had an all right pick so I would have just drafted they had, they had a lot better guards on the table from the draft rather than a third center that's not going to see much minutes he's only really going to go in if the team is blowing another team out but I doubt that's highly likely since they're the Chicago Bulls but I think that if they are he's not going to get much real game time action when I say real game time I mean like close intense games he's only gonna go in if uh Vucevic or Drummond fouls out towards the end of game or if they like they're tired I I I doubt I don't really see him going in the game very often so that's why I'm giving them an F they just should have drafted more guards now moving on to the D tier I had the Clippers Bucks Suns and Grizzlies um, I'm going to go starting off with the Suns. They drafted Tumani Kamara out of Dayton University. He's a shooting guard that was probably well needed. He's averaging 14 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, and 1 block. So he was carrying Dayton University even though they weren't the best team. So this was a really good pick. But the only reason that they're in a D tier is because they only got drafted him. They should have drafted way more players. Their bench is looking like a 2K generated bench right now. So they should have drafted way a way deeper they should draft at least like four bad players, four role players that they can count on rather than this guy. If I were them, I would have traded up to try and get either a really solid higher pick or um, just traded um, away this pick to try and get a lot more younger guys. They didn't really have any players to trade away because they have a very mid-roster other than their starting five plus their six. They just traded for Bradley Beal, obviously, so they got they gave up something for that. Now they don't have as much. Um, uh, they they don't have many more picks because they don't have any control of their picks until twenty thirty one. So it's gonna be very interesting for the next seven drafts to see what they end up with because they just drafted Tumani, who's a very good player. Like I said, um, solid role player that they're gonna be using a lot this year. Now they just should have drafted more players. So that's the main reason that they're in the D tier. Moving on next, I have the Clippers. They drafted Kobe Brown and Jordan Miller. These guys were just drafted as role players, in my opinion. 
Kobe Brown's a guard slash forward. Um, he's not much. He doesn't score the ball very much. He doesn't help much out on defense, but he can distribute the ball, and he can distribute the ball to very good players that the Clippers have, like Kawhi Leonard or Paul George. Now these two players are two of the top in the league right now. Paul George is one of the smoothest players in the game, and Kawhi Leonard has some of the best defense in the game. So I think that they're two very good guys for the Clippers, and um, have adding another guy in just to pass them the ball. I think that'll help them out a lot for like spot up shooting driving down the lane. So I just think that he's going to be a good ball distributor for them. Now, Jordan Miller, he's averaging two steals and 13 points. He's a guard slash forward as well. They drafted two of the same positions. So I think that this um, that was a good drafting two of the same because they can both play guard, shooting guard, power forward, small forward. I think that drafting um, those positions are key for the Clippers right now. They have Ivaka Zubak at the center. And I don't he's still good. He's getting a little on the older side, but he's still playing really good. Um, Jordan Miller and Kobe Brown are going to be two role players that they're just going to be ball distributors mainly. I mean, Jordan Miller is averaging two steals per game and 13 points. That's going to be helpful because he's adding more of a defensive side of the ball. So I think that he's um, going to be a little bit more helpful than Kobe Brown because Kobe Brown is not averaging as many steals. He's averaging not even a whole steal. Um, so I think that Jordan Miller... It's going to help a little bit more in the defense, and I think that people are going to be surprised when he's at uh, at the top of the league for steals this year. Moving on to the next team, I got the Grizzlies. They drafted Tariq Bibarovic out of, from Turkey and Gregory Jackson. Now, Tariq Bibarovic, I think that this was a terrible pick. He's averaging one assist and three points. Those are low stats. He's not averaging many minutes. He's, I don't know how well the teams are in Turkey. I didn't really look at that that much. But I think that unless he just surprises everybody, I don't think he's going to be very good. He's going to get minutes, though, because the Grizzlies don't have many small forwards. They got Desmond Bain at the two, John Morant and Marcus Smart at the one. Mark, John Morant's obviously out the first 25 games due to suspension. And then Jaron Jackson Jr. is at the five. So I think that um, he might get a little bit of playing time, but the reason that I said that this was a terrible pick because they also got Gregory Jackson the second. Now he's a forward, um, power forward, small forward. He's averaging fifteen points and six rebounds, and he's um, way better than Tariq Bibarovic because he can go up and grab rebounds, uh, distribute the ball, handle the ball, and shoot the three. He's a four-way player that they can use for anything. So he's gonna be, he's I see him going. Bouncing around from positions, from shooting guard, because he can shoot the three. Maybe he might even be playing a little bit of center. Maybe for like a, a series or two while Jaron Jackson's either out resting or if he's hurt and not even playing the game. So I could see him as like a third string center or second string. He's going to be getting a lot of the power forward in my opinion. I don't. They don't really have that a good power forward. Um, so I just think that these two, these two guys were all right. Uh, Gregory being better than Tariq, obviously. So I think that's why I put them in the D because they didn't. Dra- they they shouldn't have drafted Tariq. They should. They could have got somebody higher or better than that. Now the last team in this tier, the Bucks. Uh, they drafted Chris Livingston and Andre Jackson. Chris Livingston was averaging low stats and minutes at Kentucky. He plays forward. He can kind of shoot. He can kind of drive. He can kind of pass. He's just a very mediocre mediocre player. And they also drafted Andre Jackson, who's a guard. Um, and he's he just won a national championship with UConn. He's averaging low stats though, 
They didn't really need another guard. They have Drew Holiday, um, uh, Grayson Allen, and Marjan Bochamp. And Drew Holiday is obviously the one guard. Allen being the two, Marjan being the three, and then Andre's just going to be the four. Like maybe even the five guards. Because they have they they're pretty loaded with guards, but they should have drafted more wings like Chris Livingston, some good solid wing players that have time to develop over the summer and will be ready game time next year. So I think that those were two mid picks. Livingston, I would say, was a better pick than Jackson, but that's why I put them in the D tier. So that's basically going to wrap it up for the F and D tier. Uh, make sure to listen to the other uh, podcasts about the SA tier and the BC tier that are coming out soon. Um, thank you for listening and yeah, stay balling. <laughs>